From the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, Susan Barnes of SusanBarnesAuthor.com in Tulsa, Oklahoma, bringing us today's topic on long-term uh, thinking and root work. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection. Using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as divine and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodoos of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at form.luckymojo.com and talk into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive our free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Conjurman Ali and Lady Muse. Conjurman Ali. Thank you, uh, Papa Newt, for that wonderful introduction. Um, as all of you can tell, I am not Miss Cat. Miss Cat is away uh, this weekend, and we'll be back next weekend. And we wish her all sorts of fun, uh, and we look forward to her return. So, stepping into Miss Cat's shoes is the wonderful Lady Muse returning back this time, not as a guest, but as co-host. So we're very excited to uh, have her on as well as Susan Barnes as our guest. Very excited. We haven't had Susan on for a little bit, so we're very glad to have her back. Uh, just a little bit of update on, on my end, and then we'll check in with uh, Lady Muse and uh, Susan Barnes. So I've been quite busy doing uh, work, as I mentioned in uh, previous episodes. The work that I have been focusing on has to do with success work recently. Lots of parents calling in and asking for help getting their children into programs. I've been starting quite early, too, because application season doesn't actually start until uh, fall time. But I'm assuming that these are family members that may have either received uh, already information during spring of whether they got into a program or not, um, and now they're trying to up their chances or trying retrying. Um, but lots of, of cases along those lines, as well as people who are looking for career advancement. So I've been doing lots of crown of success work, so much so that I have run out of crown of success oil, almost. I have a little bit left. <laughs> Just had to put in a large order to Lucky Mojo of herbs and crown of success and victory oil and all sorts of uh, wonderful. I've got to say, I'm really digging. Uh, I've been doing this work for, for quite some time, but I always tinker around with combinations and herbs and whatnot to see what works best for, for my clients. And i got to say, I'm really, really enjoying the mix of, of master oil with crown of success oil. It's working uh, really well to, to bring kind of these situations to heal, to bring victory for people. 
and master root in particular working with that a lot of people don't think of master root when they think of success they think of master root along the lines of john the conqueror or samson mm-hmm. snake root which is more like personal strength and, and personal luck but actually master root has been really useful uh, to working with master root master oil with crown of success blending those together has really resulted produced some fantastic results so far um, but still some pending so we'll see how things turn out that's my update on my end let's check in with um, Lady Muse and see how she's doing. Lady Muse, welcome. I'm so glad you can join us as our co-host. Well, thank you, Conjurman Ali, and it is so good to be here. It is an honor, actually, to be here, and I can never feel Miss Cat shoes. Those are some pretty big shoes to feel. I thought we were doing <laughs> musical chairs where you was Miss Cat and I was Conjurman Ali, so, but okay. <laughs> yeah, we... How are things in your neck of the woods? Everything is good. Everything is good. We've been doing some work, as we discussed uh, last week, on uh, missing children and children that have Mm -hmm. been abused. But I wanted to uh, really touch on what you were saying about that master route and that uh, uh, doing the educational success work, because Mm -hmm. actually we have been getting some adults that have gone back to school. Okay, that's asking oh, for, yeah, yeah, asking for help. And that master root and that Solomon Steel root, oh, my God, in those mojo bags is working, mm-hmm. working, 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 mm-hmm. working. So I really, I enjoy working with that as well. But, yes, we've been doing work with the um, the missing children and um, the children that have been abused. We're trying to mm-hmm. bring them justice, you know, because a lot of times those mm-hmm. babies can't talk. You know, so it's somebody mm-hmm. has to stand up for them. Somebody has to pray for them, pray for their safety, and pray for that they would mm-hmm. get justice. You know, and those people, you know, would would uh, uh, be bought in and 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 put away where they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's mm-hmm. what we've been focusing on. Yes. Uh huh. What about you? Fantastic. Uh, uh, I mean. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm so I'm so glad to hear that. I'm just blown away by that, Lady Muse. That is an amazing. Thing that you're doing with um, children with abused children and and Conjurman Ali, I'm always amazed by you and the things that you do. And and the thing I've noticed about um, both of y'all is you keep it real and you keep it humble. And um, I think that is a fabulous thing when people do things for other people. You know, they add value, and that's a part of. Um, what I'm going to talk about today. But what I've been doing, um, I've been dowsing a lot, going to dowsing conferences, and mm. um, I'm going to start a dowsing group here in Oklahoma because they don't have one in the whole state. Oh, and I didn't exciting. know that. And I, So I'm finding right. people that are interested in it, but we, nobody knows where to go. So I thought, well, heck, they can just come <laughs> to my house. Yeah. Could you give and us so, a really short uh, description of what dowsing is for people who don't know? Um, about dowsing work and location work. Could you talk a little bit about what dowsing is? Yes, thank you so much for asking. Uh, My grandfather used to douse on a ranch. I was raised in Texas, Mm -hmm. and he would douse for water, and he just used branches from a tree, and I followed him as a little kid thinking, oh, this will be fine. We can find water out of the ground with a tree branch. And he always he found a well of water, and he taught me, Mm -hmm. he said, Susie, all you have to do is just make your mind go blank and ask for water. Keep asking where's the water and the dowsing, well, you can use a rod or a pendulum or a tree branch. 
it will automatically show you the way. And he was right. For a dowser, you have mm-hmm. to make your mind completely uh, relaxed, totally blank, almost like you're in a, a lucid dreaming state or a hypnotic mm-hmm. state. You can use dowsing for um, healing, for finding missing mm-hmm. children, missing people. I've used it before for mm-hmm. finding um, people who are deceased. Um, you can use it for finding things, um, for clearing energy. I do a lot of energy clearing in homes that are haunted. And a lot of times it's just um, they're not haunted, but the energies are, are not correct. For example, you could have mm-hmm. a house over a ley line or uh, too much water. There's too much water under the house. And so you can clear the energies for that because the energies will be disharmonic, causing problems for the people and inhabitants and animals inside. For example, the divorced home where the home, everybody goes, people go there and there's always a divorce or the death home where someone has an accident. Well, there usually there's something wrong with the home and the land that the home is built upon. So with dowsing mm-hmm. with a pendulum, which is what I use, and I know you do dowsing also, uh, Conjulant Manali, uh, mm-hmm. a pendulum and L rod and many things like that. You can find oil. Now, I'm not an oil finder, but there are specialists who are, and um, they do very, very well. Um, I'd like to learn how to do it, but, but I don't. But you can use it for various things. You can use it for healing animals. Uh, healing people, but of course nothing is 100% guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But that's the short mm. of it, which wasn't very short. This I'm is, sorry about that. I'm very excited <laughs> to hear. No, that's fantastic. I'm very excited to hear your work with dowsing and that you're going to be uh, working to introduce this more to people because it is unfortunately one of those divination arts that's still practiced in, in a lot of rural places in America and in the South, but it's disappearing kind of in, in the more kind of popular consciousness. And we see this, I mean, today, tarot cards in particular have become associated with readers and particularly with root workers. But a lot of the old school root workers that I knew didn't actually read tarot cards very often. Um, in fact, I, my teacher, Mama Day, was the only one that I knew growing up uh, who actually read tarot cards. Everyone else read playing cards, they read bones, they doused, and dowsing was one of the most popular forms of, of divination, particularly because of what you mentioned. It was how you found water, you found oil, and you found missing livestock or, or missing children. And that is mm-hmm. a really old school, fantastic, easy to do. And there are people who just specialize in, in dowsing, who do nothing else mm-hmm. but dowsing. So I'm very excited to hear more about this. Hopefully we mm-hmm. can get you uh, to come back and maybe do a part two uh, of your, uh, a return mm-hmm. to Lucky Mojo who did yeah, car, and we can great. talk entirely yeah. about dowsing because that's a whole mm-hmm. topping in itself, right? So today mm-hmm. I wanted to, to, to transition to our um, topic, which you have uh, brought to us very generously. I think it's a fantastic topic um, and a very interesting mm-hmm. one, and I think it, it involves really critically thinking about root work, um, and that is, is long-term long-term thinking, uh, as we've kind of titled the show. I think we can take this in a variety of different ways. But just to introduce, when we say long-term thinking and long-term kind of work, it means different things from, for different workers. For someone like me, for example, what long-term work generally means or long-term thinking is planning in advance. Usually, mm-hmm. certain situations can be resolved right pretty quickly. I need money, and I need money quick. I light myself a fast, mm-hmm. uh, fast lock candle, 
or I need to I need to resolve this issue with my partner. Uh, she and I are fighting. How do I how do I resolve this? I do some reconciliation work with sugar and honey, and so on and so forth. But there are some in situations that require much more long-term strategizing and thinking, things like court case. When I take on a court case, I'm working for months on end. And, and sometimes, and in particular, when we're, I'm dealing with uh, corporations or we're trying to do class actions, et cetera, uh, we're looking at sometimes a couple of years. So long-term thinking mm-hmm. refers for me to that. So I want to turn this over to you, Susan. What do you mean by a long-term thinking, long-term work, and how does that feature in your uh, work as a root worker? Uh, thank you. That's a great um, question, and I love the way that you, you worded that because that's exactly uh, what I was trying to get at. There are uh, a lot of workers who do the short-term work, which is fine, and then there are workers that do the long-term work. I prefer long-term work because that's just my personality. Um, I do things in a methodical, precise Way So if you want something to, uh, if you want to win the lottery or something and you want to buy a ticket tomorrow, you don't want to come to me. So you want to go to somebody who works a longer route. I also am interested in how to create legacy and conjure root work, uh, spirit work, whatever kind of work you're into. And when I say that, I look at people, for example, like yourself, conjurementally, you have this You've built this solid, grounded legacy in root work, conjure, and all kinds of work. But it's also um, you have an excellent reputation. Now, what I'm trying to get uh, the younger workers to look at is long-term. If you're in your 20s, if you're a millennial, and you're going around saying, Mm -hmm. I'm going to curse this person or I'm going to make money – you know, fast or something like that, or I'm going to cuss this person out and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's great and that's fine. And people in their 20s and 30s tend to blow up a little bit. They blow up quicker. But let's, I'm trying to get people to think of creating mm-hmm. a legacy of work. For example, look at Catherine Ironwood. Talk about a legacy. Mm-hmm. This woman has mm-hmm. so much work under her belt that it is incredible. People will be using her work for years, hundreds of years to go from now. This is a woman mm-hmm. who has created a legacy of work. She's studied, she's written books, she's helped other people with books. And I'm talking about not just helping yourself, but to help others, mm-hmm. even help people who don't even know you're helping them. So, um, it looks at how do you work with your clients? Um, how do you mm-hmm. feel about your clients? Do you really care about your clients? For me, if I don't have a connection, I'm not going to work with that client. Um, if I have a connection with them, I'll take a long time working with them. Um, I've written books. I believe Lady Muse has, or you're going to write a book. That's what I'm ah, feeling up on, on down the line. <laughs> you see that, and, um, You see that? You peeking in there? Yeah, I do. You peeking in there? I see two or three books, actually. <laughs> so oh, Lady my Muse is, is, uh, she's laying down a foundation, and she has an excellent reputation for being upbeat, loving, but firm, you know, and a strong woman who will make you feel good about yourself. 
you don't, you know, if if you want to go around cursing people or um, uh, putting people down on uh, and being a troll or whatever, you know, that's your business. But I don't that's want right. to be known for that because that mm. also is a legacy. If you curse and mm. you curse in anger, guess what? That anger comes right back. It's energy, and that energy is coming out of you, and it's going to come right back to you. So be very careful how you do cursing, even how you do love work, because maybe mm. that person wasn't supposed to be with that person. So I always yeah. use a divination, continual divination. Are they supposed to be together, you know, Yes or no. And if I, if I start getting no, I'm not going to continue the love work because I don't want to mm. interfere if that person is supposed to meet the love of their life or their soulmate or whatever. But this other guy is in, mm. is in the way. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To create a yeah, legacy, uh, several steps, like, for example, what Conjurman Ali has done, study, practice, you treat people with respect. He respects himself. You commune and you honor your ancestors. Start a journal and write down your daily practices. Write down everything you do. I do. And I write down all my spells. You should see my beginning spells. They're laughable. Plan ahead. What are you going to do in five years? Um, For me, it's more about experience than it is time. Now, y'all have time and experience. For me, it's more I have to do this. I have the experience. Don't have that much time. Okay, plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Start creating your own spells if you're a young spellcaster. Write mm-hmm. articles, get published, go online, do it for free. Don't sit there and say, mm-hmm. well, I ain't doing this and that for free. They need to pay me. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. How you get started is you work under a mentor. Catherine Ironwood. Oh, you know, there's, you right? There's many, many mentors. Go to church. Go to synagogue. Mm-hmm. But, but have a good mentor. Uh, you want to be uh, known? Become well-versed in social media. That means uh, if you want to be famous, get on Instagram. Uh, Get on Facebook Live. Get out there. Put yourself out there. Uh, Do a Facebook business page. Go to conferences. Meet people. Volunteer to help. Be there to help. Um, Add value. You know, um, I want to add value and I want to over-deliver. I don't want to under-deliver that person because they're not going to ask Mm. me back. Ask people if you can speak at their conference for free. Say, hey, um, I've got this um, love spell. Is it okay if I speak at your conference? No charge, and I'll, I'll be there for free, 15, 30 minutes. And they'll say, sure, because they always need speakers. Um, the more well-known you become, and this is one that I want everyone to be aware of, uh, be prepared for the haters. Uh, learn how to detach from other people's point of view. In other words, don't care about what other people think about you. If, if you're going to say, I'm going to do this, this, and that, you cannot be attached to what another person thinks of you because the haters will come online, they'll get on the radio, and your brain has to be protected and you protect it against what anyone else thinks of you. Screw them. Do your own thing, okay? This is your life. This is one life as who you are. If This is my one life as Susan. My next life, if there is a next life, I don't know. I may be uh, Don Juan or, you know, some guy who fixes fences. I don't know. Take on the mindset that (laughs) nothing matters. Nobody's opinion of you matters. Nothing except your body of work. And how do you want to be remembered when your human body passes away? So that's that's Mm. kind of what I've 
trying to think of, and I, I think maybe because I'm getting older, I think of things like that. I don't know. Well, I think that's very interesting. Thank you for that, Susan, and thank you for your kind words. Um, I think in terms of long-term thinking, and particularly when we're talking about uh, spiritual work, it's interesting. Um, I think that we suffer from, from a sense of instant gratification, and that's a serious problem. And that's not to say mm-hmm. that people were more patient in the past. Impatience is a perpetual you know, eternal human condition. But I, I will say that there there are arguments to be made that our contemporary moment is riddled with a sense of impatience, particularly what's known as short-termism. So I come at this in kind of two different ways. The, the, my, in my day job, I'm a historian. And historians have kind of struggled with this a little bit because historians are long-term thinkers. We think in terms of decades mm-hmm. and centuries and millennia. We look at how things have changed over time gradually or remain the same. And one of the things that we've noted is, is that that type of thinking, that long-term thinking, is starting to become rarer and rarer. And this is often uh, because it's, we think in short terms, more often not even politically, right? We think at the end of our term. How can I get, immediately get this thing? Spiritually speaking, mm-hmm. the same, I have noticed some, something similar. And one can make an argument even that if one were to look at the long kind of trajectory of divination, that when the era of astrology as the predominant form of, of divining was an era in which people thought long term, how does my year look like? How does my five years look like? How do my ten years look like? And what can I do to plan along those lines? But when the era of astrology shifted to cartomancy, and that's not to say cartomancy is a bad thing. I'm a cartomancer. I read tarot cards. But when we started to think in shorter terms. What does the immediate future look like? What does my next three months and my next six months look like? And this affects the type of work that we do and the type of clients that we are or the type of workers that we are. People who kind of come out and go, I need to deal with this and deal with this now. And they don't often think about the long term. So I'll give you a perfect example of how this manifests. For me, I see this most in reconciliation clients. Clients who will come and who seek my, my aid out and go, I need this person back in my life. And I go, okay, let's do some mm-hmm. root work and draw this person back to you. We do root work rock to me. And they, you know, I work three weeks at a time. And I'm like, all right, I'm working my, my butt off here. I'm not getting anything. I'm like, all right, what's going on here? I check in with the client. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, shows on my end, spiritual, everything is good. We should have had results. Oh, well, you know, he called, but I decided not to pick up. What, well, why on earth, mm-hmm. Crystal, did you not tell me? <laughs> Second of all, why on earth did you decide not to? Well, I decided that I want him to suffer a little bit. Well, which is it that you want? Do you want this person back into your life, or do you want this person to suffer? But they want both, because it is a sense of not thinking, what does my five years look like, not what my mm-hmm. ten years look mm-hmm. like, what does my body right. of life look like with this person, but instead, what is my immediate satisfaction? I want to be vindicated. I want to feel better right away. And this is a problem. This is a problem. Do you mm-hmm. experience something similar, uh, Lady Muse, in regards to like long-term thinking, both in your life as a root worker as well as, as uh, doing work for clients? Well, um, as things as far as what you were just speaking of uh, has happened to me. I've experienced some of those things where we're working to uh, reach a certain goal, and then when it happens, you know, the the the, the individual chickens out or something happens where they don't mm-hmm. follow through. You know, that's why it's really important mm-hmm. to follow all 
of your root workers' instructions, <laughs> all of the instructions. <laughs> and and um, as far as uh, when we're doing love work, you know, it's good to ask questions. I also think mm-hmm. long-term when I'm working uh, for an individual, you know, a client, and yeah. uh, I ask questions. How did, you know, I want to see, look in the cards and see how they broke up. What really happened? You know, is this individual, mm-hmm. uh, do they have a, a mouth on them? You know, because some people have a mouth, both men and mm-hmm. women. They, we all got mouths, you know. Or does this person have some type of uh, addiction? What's going on to create the argument? Mm-hmm. You know, because when we're doing the love work, we have to remediate all of that. That means we have to get into an individual's mindset to uh, pray that they would go get help in whatever area that they need help. Because if we bring back the two mm-hmm. people and you still have the problem, I mean, we're not solving anything. So it's not helping in mm-hmm. the long term. So we have to help solve the problem when, as we're bringing mm-hmm. them back. We work as, as a whole. So I totally agree with both you, and uh, Suzanne, and Conjurman Ali in that note as far as uh, long-term yeah. thinking. Go ahead. Yeah, and the question really that, that this raises, and I think Susan put it quite eloquently, is what are you leaving behind, right? Even mm-hmm. if you're not a group worker, if you're not a spiritual worker, and you're not thinking in terms, in professional terms, right? You're simply doing this work for yourself. You're lighting candles to get ahead. You're lighting candles to get a job, to, to bring in love, etc. The question you need to ask yourself is what do you leave behind? What is the legacy of your work? A great deal of power is found in people who are able to ground themselves and build long-term, that are built enduring structures. This is mm-hmm. reflected in the type of magic that you have and the type of power that you have. There are people out there that will literally do candle after candle after candle after candle because mm-hmm. their life is one problem after the next, after the next, after the next. It's never Excuse a me, Dr. Man, can I say something yeah. real quick? With that, with well, that, what you were just saying, the the lighting the candle one after the other, one after the other. I mean, I don't. I think that maybe, perhaps, sometimes we forget to do maintenance. You know, when we do a certain mm-hmm. thing, there we have to do maintenance to stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I'm just going to use a cleansing bath. Okay, you know, we take cleansing mm-hmm. baths, but some people don't realize mm-hmm. how important it is to do it mm-hmm. as a ritual often. Often, not just once a month. So when we're doing our, when we get these things fixed in our lives, our love, our finances, and stuff like that, we have to do maintenance work to keep it protected mm-hmm. and to keep the energy level up. Go ahead. I, I just mm-hmm. want to step in mm-hmm. there a little bit. Yeah. No, that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> and one of the, the issues that I think people come across is in that state of kind of constant panic, of constant crisis, right? Mm-hmm. Because they've yes. never created a, yes. any time, anything long-term or lasting. So it's one situation mm-hmm. after the other. And as a result, they're, they never quite succeed. They're, they're kind of treading water. This is in contrast to people who think long-term, who think in terms of, of, of actually strategizing and building something enduring. You don't see them constantly in a state of panic. You don't see them constantly strapped for cash, constantly in a relationship crisis mm-hmm. and whatnot. Now, that doesn't mean that's those that's people's me. lives are perfect, and not at all. People have, exactly. you know, things happen. Relationships fall apart, suddenly money's tight. And in those instances, you do a little bit of fine-tuning, and things get better. Mm-hmm. And this is very important. This is why I think this topic, um, while some might think it abstract, is actually very, very important in regards to your daily life. How are you yes. building something enduring in your life? Whether that is a legacy that you're going to leave behind, whether that is a structure of success, whether that is uh, a 10-year plan that will lead you somewhere, 
or whatnot. These are ways in which you need to bring that type of thinking into your life, whether, you know, uh, how you meld that in with root work is a different question. And I think it's an important one that I think we should turn to. So I'm going to ask you, Susan, when we say long-term work, or for people who are listening uh, to this episode or to this blog spot radio show, um, how would you do root work that incorporates long-term thinking? That's an excellent question. Uh, what I, what I, when Lady Muse brought up about people doing their baths, for me, it's imperative that people clean their homes. And I, I write down a little plan for them. I have a little planner. I'm a little OCD that way. A lot of my clients come over to my home. So I have my little planner for me and the planner for the person. And I have checklists. They must follow that checklist, or I, I will tell them, if you do not follow it, you can go to another worker, and I have other workers that I can send them to, or if they don't follow any of the, the things I've told them to, they don't come back. And um, the reason for this is because I look at myself as an elder. Um, I've been through a lot. And I've gone to different workers as a young person, and I've blown off half of what they said. And guess what? It didn't work. When I started listening to the worker who said, clean, take your baths, do, and I thought, eh, you know, who wants to fool with all that? You know, the, the salt, the lemon, the vinegar, or the coffee, oh, please, you know. <laughs> but when I started doing exactly what the worker said, boom, guess what? It worked. The rest of the spell works, including the candles. Um, long term, I tell them, if you keep up this work and you keep doing what your nagging root worker, you know, the teacher who says do your homework <laughs> tells you to do, <laughs> that that's what will come out for you long term. Now, a lot of my new clients are people who want to become uh, spiritual workers. So they have to turn their homework in. They have to do what I've told them to do, or it's not going to work long term because that tells me they're not listening. They're not listening to me, and spirit speaks through me. It's it's not right. Susan, I'm just a skin bag. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a human and bones and all that. But the spirits work through me. They work through all of us, a spiritual worker. Mm-hmm. You want to be a good spiritual worker you find a mentor who you connect with and you click with and who's a good person, has a good heart or whatever kind of heart you want them to have, and you do what they tell you to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. there are some out there, they're like, hey, I don't want to be a good worker. Yeah. I don't want to be, uh, you know, the yeah. uh, yes. queen of cursing. I'd rather be that That's one. Right. That's fine. <laughs> you know, go to, the, go to the empress of cursing then. But right. don't come to me, you know, and do your work. Uh, and contramanally, you know this because you're a professor and you know the students that there are students who are naturally gifted. They don't have to mm-hmm. do any work. They just come in and boom, they make a straight, they make straight A's. But what mm-hmm. you're trying to teach mm-hmm. them, what I'm trying to teach them is patience. A lot of your younger, younger workers and even some workers in the 40s again. and 50s have no patience. And so just mm-hmm. like Conjurman Ali was saying, uh, they want instant 
gratitude, I believe is how you, I'm not sure how you said it, but that's exactly what I see with some of my clients. Yes, thank you so much. Um, That's what I mean is you have to have patience. Like if someone says, oh, he didn't come Mm -hmm. back to me when you said he would last week. No, honey, this can take up to six months or a year even, Mm -hmm. you know. We have to prepare him as well as you. And exactly. we have to get his mm-hmm. his spirit guides and your spirit guides mm-hmm. and y'all's ancestors. We got to get We're all of y'all get. on board. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? It's just not a willy nilly, mm-hmm. oh, put a quarter in and get get um, no, a piece not. of candy. No, no this is no, like long term work. Ancestors work on their time clock, they don't work on my exactly. time clock. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Yes, that's really well said. With the, with the patience, as you were talking about patience and wanting instant mm-hmm. gratification, I always tell them, you don't want the spirits to have to teach you patience. You don't want that <laughs> yeah. because it, 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 you know a lot of times, a lot of times we say, oh Lord, give me patience. Just be patient. Don't ask for it. Just be patient because if you yeah. have to ask for it, or if they have to teach you how to be patient, then you're going to have to wait for everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Or else you're going to get smacked. I've had, I've been smacked Everything. before when I was yes. a young worker, and I got mm-hmm. uh, smacked on the head once. I fell down. I went, oh, <laughs> someone's telling me to do something different. You know, I better listen to my mm-hmm. worker, and I better uh, mm-hmm. read my book and do my homework, and not just <laughs> forge straight ahead. You know, like I'm the right. great one because I'm not. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when that's I, a great when uh, when I do root work in, in terms of, uh-huh. of, of like kind of long-term thinking, so what I address, the way I do it is I strategize by acknowledging that there are immediate circumstances that I can address and long-term goals that I want to achieve. So if a client comes to me and they are interested in, say, fame, let's say, that they want to become famous, that they want to become a musician, uh, a famous musician. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I begin by creating some type of long-term work that we're going to engage in going forward. That may involve uh, some type of jar that I will keep on my altar going forward. I may create an entire altar for them or have them create one of their own, something that they will work with day in and day out, week after week, for years on end until they have achieved their goal. Things that will accumulate over time. So I, I would I would have them create a vision board, for example, um, or I would have them uh, work uh, some form of long-term candle work. So, for example, vigil candles or mm-hmm. uh, a lamp work, a lamp that you can refill and work for months on it. That's the first step. You create I create the structure upon which I want to build. The, the success and what the end goal is. But at the end of the day, this person is famous. But then I also recognize that mm-hmm. there's immediate circumstances to address. So in addition to having some type of long-term work going, I will do work for the immediate circumstances, like getting that person the audition, making sure that they get the right agent, mm-hmm. etc. So they might get a, a mojo bag, or they might get a bath that they would take, or that they will, uh, ha- will light a candle on their behalf on top of the jar or they will get oils that they will use as personal scents so that they can work for the immediate. I need to get that audition, and I need to get successful, and I need to get that part. Okay, I've got it. What's the next step? The next step has already been laid out with the, the long-term work that I'm doing, the altar work. So blending works in that way, works that you will work on 
for months on end or years on end with work that you can do immediately, I have found produces really great results. It allows you to uh, adjust to the immediate, to change the immediate okay. moment, but also continue to lay the foundation out for something that is more uh, enduring in that regard. And that doesn't have to be saying it can be reconciliation work, it can be whatnot. Um, but you always want to work with the end goal in mind, keeping the end goal in mind, laying mm-hmm. out the kind of spiritual foundation for that end goal, and then simultaneously working for the immediate results, uh, working to change the immediate circumstances. This is one way that I, for example, work, and there's other ways of working, with long-term thinking uh, in mind. Um, I want to ask you, uh, Lady Muse, we've got a chance to hear from Susan and myself, what are ways that you uh, bring long-term thinking into your root work, okay? What are the actual practical steps for you? Well, um, Contraman Ali, I'm going to keep mine really short. Um, but with the clients that I work with, I also teach them how to do the maintenance. So back to that part, okay? And by building maybe an altar, say, for example, if they we were doing reconciliation work uh, and love work, then I would have them build a love altar so that they can stay on top of things, so that they can speak life into their relationship. You know, they can talk about Mm -hmm. what's wrong all the time, but there's power, there's life and death in the tongue. So to help them understand and to put that into practice, speaking life into your relationship, you know, on Mm -hmm. maybe Friday night, lighting your candle on your love altar with you and your honey, a a picture together uh, with a a, a pretty Mm, flower, something from the two of you, you know, there's something that he gave you, something you gave him, you know, something mm-hmm. up there, you know, it could be from the mm-hmm. wedding, it could be from the engagement, anything. Put it there and build you a small love altar. And then on Friday night, speak some love into his into the mm-hmm. candle, you know, speak to his mind by focusing on the flame, through the flame to his mind, letting the flame, the fire, carry out the intent, which is sweet words, you know, putting honey on your tongue so that your mm-hmm. words will be sweetened to his ears, things, things like that. It will help in long term, you know, building a money-drawn altar, you know, help once that we get him the money, then they have to learn how to maintain it and continue to be a money mm-hmm. magnet. So we teach mm-hmm. them how to build mm-hmm. those altars, using, utilizing the lodestones and the, and the money-drawn oils and the prosperity oils. So it's a lot of stuff. This is a lot of stuff. That's mm-hmm. fantastic, fantastic. We're going to take really good advice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for anyone yeah. who really wants to incorporate long-term thinking. Thank you. We've unfortunately run uh, to the end of our uh, time, but this was a fantastic discussion, really productive, really insightful. Thank you, both of you, for uh, your, your contributions to this topic, and thank you, for Susan, for doing this. I think it was a, thank a, a you. really uh, uh, fantastic topic. Hopefully, we can have you come yes, back and talk a little bit more about Dowsing. Um So let's oh, have you come in and lead us on to our next section. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour with your hosts, uh, Conjurman Ali and a special co-host, Lady Muse, and this week's special guest, Susan Barnes, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the form, please dial in now to 818-394-8535. 
and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Papa Newt, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller, and our first caller is calling in from area code 619 in Oregon. This is Kate. Kate, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, welcome to the show. I see that you're a long-time listener, but this is your first time calling in. Is that correct? Yes. Ah, well, thank you for allowing us to uh, or entrusting us with your situation here today. Now, um, you had re- had to had readings with Miss Cat before, um, mm-hmm. uh, but never had any other readers or root workers on this particular situation. Is that correct? Right. Okay. Now, I did have to edit and adjust your um, what you wrote for on-air readability. Um, mm-hmm. And Kate writes, every area of my life has been blocked up in the most extreme and unbelievable ways over the last two months. This is the last year to obtain my, my last degree, but I did not uh, pass a class that uh, uh, last term, and now I won't graduate on time and get the job that I had lined up. I would like to know if I will be able to somehow take the, uh, take the fall uh, the class in the fall, and without without meeting the prerequisites and graduate on time after all. Turning back to you, Contraband Ali. Thanks, Papa New. Thank you for for interesting us with your situation, Kate. Uh, it looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got quite a bit going on here, and and you're asking yeah. about some life blocks. We're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have Lady Muse do your first reading, uh, as as Miss Cat usually does, and then we're gonna have Susan Barnes uh, do your second reading, and then I will conclude by giving you some root work recommendations. Um, I'm in the field of the, the academy and, and higher education, so mm-hmm. I'll try to tailor your root work to the best of my ability. So let's turn this over to Lady Muse, who will do your first reading. Okay, thank, well, you. thank you. Thank you, Contraman Ali. Hello, Kate. How are you, sweetheart? Hi, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. So you said your question is, <clears throat> you want to know if you 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 have some problems in school. That's that's what you're saying, and you want to know if you're going to be able to take the class again that you didn't pass. Am, mm-hmm. I, am uh, I understanding this right? Yeah, it's a little bit complicated, but um, the the short end of it is that um, I um. I want to know if I if they'll let me into a class this fall so that I can graduate on time in the spring. All right, all right. Let's look and see. I'm currently utilizing the Quest Tarot. All right. Mm-hmm. And let's see what Spirit has to say. Let me Kate show me. Okay. All right, Kate. Now, I laid down a couple of cards, and my eyebrows are a little bit raised because the first card I got is the Five of Swords, and that's sort of a defeat mm-hmm. card, okay? So now I'm not trying to uh, uh, bust your bubble or anything like that, but I mm-hmm. see that you are having some problems as far as the mm-hmm. subject matter is concerned, okay? And then I got the Three of Cups. You know, want it, but we already know that. Just to let you know, mm-hmm. Spirit usually shows me the story first, then gives me the answer, okay? Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. I did see the Death card. Now, that doesn't mean somebody's going to die, but it means the ending of one cycle and the beginning of another. So I see Mm -hmm. the Two of Swords, which is next, and the Libra sign is very heavy. So there was an imbalance there. So if you take Mm -hmm. care of that balance, 
that and you should be able to get into the class that you want to get into, okay? I got the seven of wands. So it's definitely going to take some work, uh, both mm-hmm. on the spiritual realm and in the mundane level, okay? You're going to have to mm-hmm. make sure that you do take those prereqs and do what you have to do in order to get back in the class, okay, and, and, mm-hmm. and study a little, a little bit more. There is somebody mm-hmm. <clears throat> that you can talk to that can uh, – can help you, a liaison, someone that works at the college, okay, that you may, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're dealing with a counselor that's really been on your side. You know, sometimes we hook up with a counselor. Is there somebody in your corner like that? Um, yes, uh, there's an advisor, but um, she's the one that, um, I mean, she's helped me so far, um, mm-hmm. but that's, it's blocked up with her too because it's, it's pretty much a, it's above her. Um, as okay. To it's a, me not getting in. It's above her. Okay, so mm-hmm. it can. So then you can go above her. She can point you in the right direction because I see her helping you. Okay. So what you may mm-hmm. want to do. Oh, I'm not supposed to be doing remediation. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> <laughs> much, much yeah. longer. You're a young woman. I can tell by your voice. Uh, so let's 
say, um, I don't know, are you 20s or something, or early 30s? Oh, I'm, I'm 31. Yeah, this is, uh, okay, this is my 31 first degree. Is a baby. I've been pressing yeah, for 31 it. You know, is very yeah, young. I'm still and, young. <laughs> it, yeah, well, especially to me, it, it, you're still a baby. You're only 31. I honestly mm-hmm. tell people, don't worry till you're about 35, unless you want to be a doctor, professor, attorney, or something like that. So uh, you, you still have some time. We have some patience. Um, now, the end result that I'm seeing is that, yes, the answer to your question is yes, but it will mm-hmm. take work, just like Lady Muse mm-hmm. said. Um, and I did get the ace of rods, meaning you will you will okay. succeed and you will prevail. And the page mm-hmm. of pentacles, meaning you're going to have to do some more study. And just like she's, mm-hmm. Lady Muse said, who I'm a big fan of hers, um, <laughs> I think that you do need to do the prerequisites and also do everything mm-hmm. Contraman Ali tells you to do because this is what mm-hmm. he does. This is his thing. Yeah. He knows how to talk to people and he knows how to get through people. So I'll let you talk to him because I know he's the best one for you in this situation. Okay. Okay, okay. sweetheart. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've got some uh, fantastic readings here and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, listen to what they have to say. And if you have an opportunity, Kate, uh, re-listen to this episode and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, take their advice to heart. Now, there's a little bit more information on your uh, description than what was read out loud. So I know, for example, mm-hmm. you said you're 31, you're a Scorpio, you're doing something in nuclear engineering. That's all fantastic. So a couple of things. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, you're a Scorpio, darling. Scorpios get what they want, okay? That's mm-hmm. just, you've got to tap into that inner Scorpio of yours. You got to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Taurus. We love Scorpios. You all are wonderful. This <laughs> cat is a Taurus. She's married to a Scorpio. So we are very mm-hmm. aware of the power, the compelling power of Scorpios. Tap into that. You're also mm-hmm. in your early 30s, 31, so you're still kind of going through rocky astrological weather. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to take mm-hmm. a little bit. This kind of the shadow, the Saturn return lasts a little bit. You're, you just be aware of that. The lesson of, of this astrological moment is being able to learn how to ride that weather. Bad things happen, mm-hmm. restrictions happen, obstacles happen. You can either try to bump, run your head against that wall over and over again, or you can learn to work within those restrictions and limitations and work with the flow. That's my mm-hmm. kind of advice for you just, just off the bat, okay? Now, mm-hmm. here's yeah. what I'm, go- I'm going to recommend root work-wise. You need to work with this administrator. First and foremost, all rules in the academy, all rules in education are meant to be broken and bent, okay? Mm-hmm. You just have to find the person <laughs> who's willing to do this. This is true. <laughs> this is, the, the kind of structures that we created, that's like, oh, you have to do this and you have to take prerequisites and you have to do this, that mm-hmm. those are all some person put in a code and a computer. That's it. You just need to find the mm-hmm. person who's able to bend it. There is always someone who's able to bend that. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. done at the professorial level. Sometimes it's done at the administrative level. Sometimes it's done at the uh, boss level, deans and whatnot. So you have to find the person mm-hmm. to help you in that regard. So what I want you to do is to build an influence root work that will help both bring success and to help bring you the power to influence a person. So what I want you to do is write down the name of the administrator. We'll take a photo of them, write their name on the back, whatever this person is. This can be the guidance mm-hmm. counselor. This can be the dean. Whoever it is, it can be both of them. You are going to mm-hmm. take calamus, five-finger grass, and baileys, and you're going to grind this all together. Okay? You're going to grind mm-hmm. all of this together. If you can't get access to these herbs, then you can use crown of success mixed with a little, a little bit of uh, uh, 
uh, influence incense, or you can add calamus to uh, crown of success uh, incense. I, I have all those. Exactly <laughs> so. Okay, good. So take calamus, five-finger grass, bay leaves, grind this all up. You're going to get yourself a small charcoal disc that, that's burnt, used to burn incense. Place this in a sensor thermal mm-hmm. after you uh, lit it or you, you um, heated it up. Sprinkle your incense over this, this kind of herb mixture. You're going to take uh, the picture of the administrators and you're going to smoke it in that incense while you chew grains of paradise. Grains of paradise are these mm-hmm. little, small, little grains. And they're really, mm-hmm. you can get them at any kind of uh, store. They're, they're whole foods, whatnot. They usually have them. Um, grains mm-hmm. of paradise are fantastic for heating up your prayers, particularly if you're going to ask favor. An old, old root work way of getting the gods or the spirits or the creator to take pity on you is to chew grains of paradise. This is often mis- misinterpreted over the years as actual peppers. No, it's grains of paradise, which is a kind of mm-hmm. gingery uh, taste. So it is still quite spicy. So you're going to pray on that. It's okay if it burns. That's the whole purpose. And you're going to pray as you smoke it in incense. Do this for three days. On the mm-hmm. third day, after you have prayed, after you've kind of wept your tears and, and, and you, uh, you know, smoked the incense, you're going to take the papers, the pictures or the name papers, and you're going to put a pinch of calamus, five-finger grass, and bay leaf on it, fold this up, place into a jar of sugar. Close this jar Mm -hmm. and light a white candle with influence oil and crown of success oil, or just crown of success oil. When Mm -hmm. you, and you keep lighting those candles until you get what you want. So you keep those candles going. When you're going to go in to actually speak to someone, whether it's the guidance counselor or the administrator, you are going to take just a little bit of that sugar and you're going to put it in your mouth and let it dissolve in your mouth and then swallow. This is to sweeten your tongue so that when you speak Mm -hmm. to them, they are influenced. They hear what you have to say. You're going to close this up. You're going to swallow that sugar. You're going to go out and you're going to speak to them. When you speak to them, I recommend that you place a little bit of commanding oil on your hands. Rub your hands Mm -hmm. together and when you go to see them, shake their hand so that you have put that oil on them. Make sure you look them Mm -hmm. straight in the eye. Smile. Be charming. Be nice. Be your wonderful Scorpio self. And you will get Mm -hmm. what you want. The key here is that you are not bending them. You are convincing them to bend the rules for you. So it's not about dominating them. It's about influencing them, getting them on your side, making them your ally, making them see this as your cause, their cause as well. So you do this type of work, and you'll be successful. Once you have gotten from them, hey, okay, we'll do this thing, uh, maybe you have to take the class this way or whatnot, whatever the agreement is, you need to get yourself a mojo back for success that you will work regularly for that next semester or quarter or year, however mm-hmm. long it takes you until you finally graduate. This is to help avoid <laughs> running into the same circumstances you did before where you don't pass the class or you run into some type of obstacles or whatever it is. This is to ensure that you will, as we kind of talked about in the beginning of the episode, have the long-term strategizing going. So the immediate work is done through the sugar work and the influence work. The long term is to ensure that you actually graduate successfully, get your degree, and you move on. So mojo bag should have in this five-finger grass. It should have bay leaves. Um, it should have deer's mm-hmm. tongue in there, a small pyrite, and a small lodestone mm-hmm. grit. 
you're going to sprinkle a little bit of magnetic sand in there. Pray your prayer into the bag. Blow it into it. Blow your breath into it. Breathe it to life. Tie it up and carry this on you. Feeding it once a week a little bit of whiskey. Now, when I mean feeding it, I'm saying a dab of whiskey on the back. Don't douse that thing. You don't need to be smelling like a wine when you go into class. But just a little bit of whiskey, and you call on that mojo bag. You call on that mojo bag for help. You go, mojo bag, you're my friend and you're my ally. I fed you, now you feed me. Help me in this instance. If you, for example, have a test or an examination, reach into your pocket and touch the mojo bag. If you have... Uh, some type of homework and you find that you're having some difficulty with the homework or the assignment, hold the mojo bag in your hand as you contemplate. It will act as your ally through the situation until you're through and you are successful. This is my root work recommendation. Let's see if uh, Lady Muse and Susan Barnes have anything to add or any suggestions to make on this, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Of well, course. all right. I, I don't think there's too there's too not too much we can add. Uh, Conjurman Ali, you mm-hmm. gave her the whole book, so but and that's some <laughs> good good work. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was thinking that you know before I work, I always like to do a cleansing bath to remove any hindrances, especially when I'm doing working for myself. Okay, to remove <laughs> any hindrances or anything that may prevent this from happening. So I can mm-hmm. suggest that to you. You know, before you do all that great work that he just gave you, take a cleansing bath and and mm-hmm. visualize all of the negative energy falling away. Anything, any hindrances, any blockages, just visualize it falling away and leave it in the water. Okay, you you, you do know how to take a okay. cleansing bath, don't you? Um, yeah, I actually did it. Just that um, a couple hours ago before I called, I did a run double run oh, oh, mixed good, with some cleansing, good. that kind of thing. Good. Yeah, good. You can do excellent for me. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> Suzanne? Susan Burns? Um, yes, uh, y'all gave excellent uh, work, and I'm definitely going to use it for my kids. Um, <laughs> the pendulum, I just doused you right now, and your energy mm-hmm. just went from very low to very high. So um, what that means to me is that spirit is getting through to you, and spirit will help you. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll douse again and douse um, blockages. And also you can ask your spirit guides to speak to the administrator's spirit guides, and that mm-hmm. all of you guys get along. Oh. You know, make sure to okay. say, oh, hi, you know, we want to meet you. This is my, these are my spirit guides, and they would love to meet you. Let's all get along. You know, so mm-hmm. so talk to your spirit guides and your ancestors and talk to theirs. And make That's sure everybody, okay. we're all on the same page. We want to help Kate. We want to help our favorite little Scorpio. And let's get on the job. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a fantastic, that's fantastic, fantastic advice. Also consider um, along those lines, now, don't be afraid to can work with a root worker or some spiritual guide for this in kind of the long term, making sure that you have someone uh, mm-hmm. in your corner to assist you. And if nothing mm-hmm. else, definitely, as, as Susan mentioned, make sure that the spirits are on your side. So working with your spirit guides, mm-hmm. working with um, your your ancestors, all of this is going to be successful. Uh, thank you for, mm-hmm. for trusting us with your situation. We've uh, unfortunately thank come you. to the end of, of this section. We wish you Many all the best. You, call us, yes, we yeah, do. Call us back and let <laughs> us know how things turn out, all right? I will. Thank you. Aww. All right. All the best Bye. now. We're going Bye-bye. to have the wonderful Papa Nick come in and lead us on to our next caller. Thank <laughs> you. 
Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com, and by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners, located online at readersandrootworkers.org, and by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches, located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. And our next client, uh, let me get them brought up. I just lost my screen here. It's terribly sorry. Here we go. We are calling from country code 49157 in Germany. This is, uh, let's see here, Uh, Eva. Eva, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, welcome. I see it's about like 1 o'clock in the morning there. (laughs) Thank you for calling us. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I feel so starstruck right now. Oh, good. Thank you. I see this is your first time calling in. Thank you for entrusting us with your situation. Um, now, you. uh, I'm taking a look here. Uh, you have not had any private readings with Conjumental Lee, Miss Cat, or any other readers or workers on this situation? No. Ah, all right. And uh, Eva writes, it's my birthday. Happy birthday. I'd like to Happy find birthday. out what the next year has in store and how I can get the best of it. The last few years have been uh, tough uh, as my first Saturn return brought an end to my, uh, to my engagement and an ongoing romantic dry spell after uh, family health issues that could affect me down the line and stay in the place much too long for the taste of my uh, uh nomadic soul is there uh, light at the end of the tunnel turning back to you Conjumental Lee thank you Papa Newt so as I understand Eva you were looking to do a kind of a life reading out of the year look for you and what you can expect is that correct yes okay wonderful and what is your sign of the zodiac if you don't mind me asking uh, I'm Leo you're Leo, okay, one of the both mm-hmm. in traditional astrology or medieval astrology, one of the blessed signs. Um, and what, <laughs> how roughly how old you are, if you don't mind me asking. You said you just finished your Saturn return, so early 30s? Yes. Yes, I just turned okay. 30 today. Yeah. <laughs> you just turned 30. Oh, so you're actually still going kind of towards the, in the, in the Saturn return. Yeah, Saturn return. towards the end of it, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of it. Okay, good, because that, that mm. helps clarify something that I see in your chart here right off the, the bat. So I have pulled what is known as a geomantic reading uh, or geomantic chart, and these are quite wonderful for uh, life readings, yearly readings, and they're tied very deeply to astrology. They, like astrology, are kind of a medieval uh, divinatory practice, um, though it's North African in origin, and it was adopted into the Renaissance world. So I'm looking here, and the very first figure that we have, and that is the figure that represents you in the first house, is conjunctio. This is the conjunction. There's two things that are coming together. And this represents where you are right at this moment. And that is a sort of spiritual life crossroads, where you want to go. There's still a bit of a question. There are options available to you, but you are in this moment of life change. So be aware of that, that this is a sort of, uh, a sort of linchpin moment in your life. That's not always the case for people going through uh, their Saturn return, but in your case, it is. That there are some changes that are going to be uh, undergoing, so just be aware of that. So this is uh, the figure that kind of gives this confirmation of the question. Okay, this is your interest in your life and what path it's going to take. Now, 
here are some, some things that stand out in your chart and that I think we should be aware of. The most important figure here is Cursor. Cursor shows up in the ninth house and in the twelfth house. This tells us something. Cursor is a lock. Ninth house usually means movement, big movement. And it is the movement of associated with Jupiter. The ninth house is associated with Jupiter. So it's tied to things like uh, schooling, getting your degree, going bad, particularly higher education, but also long-distance travel of some sort. Uh, and Carcer in there is not a particularly friendly sign. Carcer is the sign of Saturn. So here we have telling us very clearly that your Saturn return is going to have an impact. And it's going to have an impact not just um, in the last, you know, oh, you know, you have like a year or so Saturn return left. It's going to impact particularly your ability to be mobile, your ability to move, your ability to 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 travel, to, to go um, and break out of any type of restrictions. You note, for example, that you are uh, nomadic or you have a nomadic spirit. Um, this is going to be somewhere you're going to have to, to be aware that you're going to have to work within some restriction. You're going to have to work with some limitation. Be aware of this because any attempt to do a long-term travel in the next year or so is going to result in debt and it's going to result in troubles. Debt as in financial debt. Because this passes on to the 12th house. So if an opportunity comes up to you for, for you to travel or to, to, to have some, this kind of ex nomadic experience if you're going somewhere, turn it down because it is, it is going to really have a big impact on you. The cursor passing into the 12th house means that it's going to end up haunting you either financially or going to haunt you in your life circumstances for a long time, even past your Saturn return, that it will be the legacy you carry with you outside of your Saturn return. So be aware of that, that part of the lesson of the Saturn return is learning to work within your own restrictions, learning to work within the kind of obstacles that are in your way. There are uh, some issues here that I, I want to, to bear in mind. Um, we have the sixth house shows up as via. Via means that if you have the opportunity to get some type of uh, health checkup, do so and do so immediately. Um, that's because this via ends up as the projection of points. It is the hidden factor, the thing that is uh, hidden in your chart, and it is the thing that will sneak up on you. So catch it early. Whatever kind of issue you might have, make sure that you go uh, and visit a medical professional, some healthcare professional. Just do a checkup, making sure that you're all on uh, the right check. And it may be something as minor as, oh, you have the flu coming up, and if you do a checkup now, you get to avoid it. Or it may be a little bit more serious, and, and you're looking at something. Uh, maybe perhaps a little bit more chronic. So get yourself a medical checkout. Now, the long-term kind of trajectory of this is one of dealing with restrictions and things coming to an end, but there is a light at the end of this tunnel. We're starting off with this particular moment. From this moment on, from the moment that you've asked this question, be aware that in the next three months, you're going to face even further kind of restrictions on your life. You're going to seem, it's going to seem as if everything is not going in your direction. That is only for three months, okay? Be aware of that, prepare for it, learn to kind of ride it a little bit. In particular, you may find yourself uh, given towards melancholy moods. Don't let yourself fall into that trap. Your life circumstances will change. That's all right. After those three months, we see things start to improve, and it will only improve when you learn to end the things that need to be ended. There is another ending in, in your uh, circumstances. It wasn't just your engagement that came to an end. There is another door that will be closing. You see this in Calder Draconis. When that door closes, 
whatever it is. It might be a job change. It may be uh, a, a small short-term move, for example, moving, uh, the law, moving your uh, location from where you are right now to a different uh, place, domicile, etc. But once you do that, that is when things will start to open up suddenly. It will be as if the, the sun is breaking through those clouds. Those three months that from this moment on that are, that are the most difficult will come to an end you will have an opportunity to put something to rest, a change, a closing of a door. When that door closes, that's when things will start to turn around for you. And you'll start to see that you will have the opportunity to turn around any obstacles that you've faced, any difficulties that you've faced, and everything will open up. So I see a period of about three to about five months is that transition period of difficulty. After that is when I see things turning on. That is the light at the end of the tunnel that you asked about. So that's what I see here. Overall, it is a chart that tells us a little bit about restriction. It tells us a little bit about delay, but it also tells us that there is hope. You just need to hold out on it. As long as you avoid long-term travel, as long as you get yourself a medical uh, checkup, as long as you close the door on the thing that needs to be closed, you will end up turning this Saturn return around and walking away with both experience and a positive news on life. That is my uh, reading. I'm going to turn to Lady Muse. I'm sorry, I'm going to turn to Susan Barnes, who's going to do your next reading, and then Lady Muse is going to give you some group recommendation. Okay, thank you. Hello. Hello, Ava. How are you? Hi, I'm Hello. great. Thanks. <laughs> happy, happy birthday to you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I got similar cards as uh, Contraman Ali, even though we're doing a different um, tradition right now. But I did get the nine of uh, rods. And this is a person who, let's say you've been backed into a corner or you feel like you've been backed into a corner. Um, you're a little battle scarred, meaning you've been uh, through some battles, through some hurt. Um, but you are prepared to face the challenges. You're a Leo. Leos are very, you know, tough and um, strong. They're, Leos have a natural strength to them. Um, the ones in the row behind the main guy serve as a backup to his defense or her defense. And the way I read this is that you have ancestors, you have spirit guides, you even have angelic beings who are watching over you, and they're actually taking care of the situation right now as we speak. Um, even if there are excessive pressures or problems, this card shows that you may be too defensive about something, perhaps if it's uh, an ex boyfriend or girlfriend or boyfriend or a job or lover, whatever, you need to take caution. And I would say just, you know, be quiet about it. Don't, if somebody says something to you, just ignore them, you know. Um, also, keep the fear away and fill your head with positivity and not negativity. Like, don't dwell on what has happened in the past. Um, now, it shows that even though you are a very thoughtful person and you do think things through, there are some situations, that per, like this past situation, you haven't been able to think it through with the correct decisions. But what I'm saying is that the angels are helping you and just open your ears and say, please tell me what to do. And stay detached 
from any outside pressure. Like if somebody is trying to be friends with you or someone wants to get back together with you in a relationship, you have to stay detached, okay, and not give in to their, uh, what they want from you because it's about what they want. Not they, they're, they don't, they're not interested in what you want. The next card I got was Three of Pentacles. Uh, you're going to get a reward for a job well done, recognition for something you've done. I see that you're very talented. Um, you can also mean that you're going to get a good review from people, uh, and you may get a pay raise coming in, so there's going to be some more money. Uh, just like Conjurman Ali said, the, the final card I received was The World. This is an amazing card. It's one of the best cards to get. Uh, you'll have final attainment triumph in all areas liberation this means you have it all this is the leo card this is the absolutely best card you can get you have the ability to make others happy and i feel like you're good with people um you make people feel at ease almost instantly and they feel it through you uh through your energy uh, the cord, the card of universal attainment and mastery. Uh, this is the journey's end and a culmination of all of your efforts from this life and from other lifetimes, if that's what you believe. But you were born to be great, and that's what this card is. And thank you so much for letting me read for you. I love Germany. I've been there several times, and and happy birthday. I wish you the best. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank Such you, Duncan. <laughs> Let's have uh, Lady Muse come in and give you some root work recommendations. Well, hello, sweetheart. How are you? Hi. I'm great. Thanks. Getting better by the and minute. I, very good. I'm glad. And I just wanted to say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. My dear sister, happy birthday to you. All right. Now oh, my God. <laughs> That's Round just wow. fabulous. <laughs> okay. Hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses. All right. Um, now, I was, I'm supposed to give you some root work, but as I was um, listening to Conjurman Ali and Suzanne Barnes, um, I wanted to ask you something because Spirit dropped something to me. As far as your family health issues, uh, your family is having health issues that could yes. affect you. Did I read that right? Uh, okay, so then my, que- yes. my question was, I asked Spirit, I said, is this the hands of a generational curse? Okay, and so I came Mm. up, when I laid the cards down, I got the Daughter of Wands, and my daggers are pointing in the yes position. So as far as root work is concerned, I would recommend that you contact someone like Conjurman Ali, okay, because he's real good at things like that, especially with going back with astrology, and he's very, very knowledgeable in generational curses and how to break them, okay. And and I was thinking about when he was saying – um, doors that need to be closed, okay? So it, it was just ringing in my ear. Also, with Suzanne, uh, she said that the ancestors are taking care of you, and they're doing something right now. So the right now that she's talking about is spirit speaking, saying where the problem is so that it can be pulled up by the root. Make sense? Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Are you following me? Okay. Yeah. So what I want you, what I want you to do, in the meantime, you can start. Do you do uh, root work for yourself? Do you know how to do that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So what I want you to start with is doing some cleansing and uncrossing work while you contact 
maybe Conjurman Ali, or, or, or if you have a root worker that you normally work with that can deal with this generational curse. Because once that's taken care of, then a lot of the other doors are going to start opening for you, okay? And that's what I see. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, okay. That that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right, Conjurman, back to you. Thanks, Lady Muse, for that root work recommendation. Let's good. see if uh, we have uh, anything further to add by Susan Barnes, um, our wonderful guest. Uh, is there any suggestions you would give root work-wise that kind of tie into the reading that you did? Uh, yes, I would uh, continue with the bath for her. And are your family members open to this type of work? No, I don't think so. No, okay, I didn't think so either. So... Um, Let's go ahead and do uh, bath work, and I would also include the names of your family members, family members who are deceased, um, and as many as you can remember, because we want to break this um, curse. So I would do that, and then um, take your bath, and when you bless yourself, uh, bless yourself as a group. Not one person, because we don't all come in as one person. We come in as a pod, and that's why we're families. Mm. So come in as a with this group and say, um, dear God, or whatever you believe in, I like to pray the 23rd Psalm, and pray that Psalm with a white candle. And um, when you do that, take a little bit of the bath water, throw it out the next day, the next morning, and say, be gone, curse be gone. You can also do something else that I do. It's a little dangerous, but you can do it. Uh, Take some scissors and put Florida water on them. Clean them with Florida water. Cut all around you like your energy cords and say, I'm cutting any uh, attachments, curses, hexes, anything off of me. And then imagine your family next to you and cut the cords with the scissors around your family and your imagination do you know what i mean like picture your parents your grandparents your aunts your uncles and whoever the person was that got into that curse and say a special blessing for that person who caused this Mm. curse okay i feel like it was Mm -hmm. a young male but uh take care of that you can also take that and bury it in the graveyard i would read um katherine ironwood's book hoodoo herb and urban root magic And um, she also has free spells on there, too. And go to a different worker for help if you need help. I have a feeling you're strong enough you don't need the help. But go ahead and do all that, sweetheart. And you're going to be fine, and I see great things for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much. You've gotten some really good um, advice here. The only thing I can add is if you don't have a practice of ancestor work, start to develop one. Uh, get an ancestor altar going, uh, start working with your ancestors for ancestor elevation, lighting white candles for them once a week, offering fresh water once a week. This is a really good way of building spiritual grounding and help to kind of ameliorate some of those difficulties that, that you might be facing, um, particularly in your in your kind of life path. Overall, though, I think all of us have seen that this will turn around for you. It's simply a matter of time and patience, uh, so bear that in mind. Um, you, you've got a bright, bright future ahead and uh, the light is at the end of the tunnel. You're almost there. Don't give up yet. Um, thank you for trusting us with your situation. We do wish you uh, all the best with this. Uh, call Many us back and let us know you. how things turn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you. Don Krishan, thank Let's you. Let's see. <laughs> 
All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to have a network announcement, and then we'll come right back with uh, Papa Newt, and then our free spell with Susan Barnes. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Condraman Ollie, Sundays 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays 5 to 6, and the Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment with Susan Barnes of SusanBarnesAuthor.com in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Take it away, Miss Susan. Thank you, Papa Newt. This is called the Mirrored Garden Ball for Property Protection Spell. And you guys have seen those mirror balls in the garden section at um, Home Depot or any of those hardware stores. So this is kind of a sneaky trick. Um, You're going to need, I use a mirrored ball for the front yard and one for the back door. Um, You can get them either at the store, the yard sale, Dollar Tree, um, hardware store. Wash them in a bath of water, salt, a few drops of your morning's urine, and Florida water. Write a petition, dear God, or whoever it is that you um, worship to. Please protect the people and animals who live in this home and name them. Protect Sally, John, Sophia, Chloe, Pepe, and Mystique in his service and his honor. Thank you. And then write your name. Pray over it. Pray the 23rd Psalm. Burn it to ash. Inside the ball, you're going to place bay leaves, red pepper, one silver dime, a devil pod, eucalyptus. Um, and I use fiery wall of protection sachet inside, and I will put those inside the ball too, along with the ashes. You place the ball next to protection incense. Allow the smoke to flow over the ball and into the ball and pray as you're doing this. You seal up the ball with a plug. Make sure you get the ball with a plug. Some of them don't have plugs. Anoint the ball with protection oil. You can also use Run Devil Run Oil, and you can use uh, Fiery Wall of Protection. Place one ball at the front door by some plants and the second ball at your back door. Say out loud, my property and home are protected in the name of the Lord. Amen. Or you can say in the name of whoever you worship. Now, if a ball gets blown off its stand, that means it has taken a hit for you. So you can either clean the ball and repeat the process or go and get a new ball. I usually get a new one. Um, and so that is my one of my sneaky tricks for protection. I've got my entire yard tricked up, and people aren't going to notice that. They'll see um, I have a tree with blue bottles. And people have mentioned mm-hmm. that. Oh, you know, are you into uh, the occult or whatever? But they don't say anything about the garden balls, those mirrored gar- garden balls. So that that's a good sneaky thing to do. So that's, that's my... Thank uh, you for that. Uh, I, thank I love you. That. And I love the idea of um, 
placing it right there, and no one knows what it is. Uh, it's always kind mm-hmm. of the uh, the fun aspect, if you will, of a sneaky trick, is that you can pull off a sneaky trick uh, right in front of every, underneath everyone's nose, and they have no <laughs> idea what you've just done. So that that's some fantastic work. <laughs> now, um, I'm the mirror. The fact that it, it's it's got this mirrored surface and that it is a ball. This has also got the ability to, if someone is, it's not just protecting you, if someone is attacking you, it'll reflect back mm-hmm. that attack against mm-hmm. the, the enemy or the perpetrator, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, I use a lot of mirrors. I also have a mirror. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, the things that you can order on eBay, the, the thing that you hang, and they're little mirrored circles. And um, instead of bells, I also have bells hanging outside of my uh, doors. But I also have these mirror, little uh, circle mirrors because they reflect back any negative energy. You can also use um, abalone shells, the decorative type, and you can trick those and put those around your yard. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've done is I've, I've protected the entire block that I live on. So I have... Uh, once a month I go and I put protection, uh, usually sachet mixed up with dirt, and I buy it from uh, – I have a lot of Lucky Mojo. So I buy the protective uh, sachet and herbs from Miss Cat at Lucky Mojo. And I, I just thought, heck, if I'm doing my yard, why don't I just do everybody else's? And, you know, no one's going to complain about it, or they haven't so far. And in our whole <laughs> block, not one person has been broken into. Oh, that's fantastic. And you, that's very generous. Yeah, you can't say that. Too. Yeah, two blocks over, a lady was uh, murdered and robbed. But on my block, there's oh, been no crime since I've been here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mirrors so, have that fantastic yeah, so way of working I, I'm and, sorry. and reflecting danger mm-hmm. back. No, no, I was just saying that mirrors yeah. are the, it's a fantastic way to work with mirrors. And you could take even kind of ordinary, regular mirrors and kind of affix them. I really love working with a reversal oil or firewall of protection oil. You can five-spot a mirror. And that you've just now fixed mm-hmm. that mirror to protect you and to turn back yes. uh, any sort of, uh, of evil back on onto the person. I totally agree. And you know, in this business, you you just have that's just part of it. You have to have protection. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you're a lady-hearted worker or what. You still need protection because you you just never know. And even somebody can even think a mean thought, and not even be a magical person. So I like mm-hmm, to protect against mm-hmm. mean thoughts. Uh, people mm-hmm. can say, oh, gee, I wish I had her um, Subaru or whatever, and that's a little bit of a jealous thought. So trick your car, mm-hmm. too. You know, I've protected my car. And, um, you know, you just don't know. There may be a random wild spirit just running up and down your street mm-hmm. one night. Um, <laughs> that's true. So that's I'm, true. Yeah. We should mention, just briefly you know. for people who don't know, uh, when uh, Susan mentioned the blue bottles, if you've ever been to Lucky Mojo, uh, and if you haven't, you should, um, you'll actually see an example of a, a blue bottle tree. Um, this is a really kind of old, down-south, rural way of protecting a house, uh, protecting property, uh, in which you use blue bottles, which are associated with capturing spirits or capturing evil, um, that hang from the tree and keep uh, people safe. Uh, when the bottles fall, that's an indication uh, of a 
curse or a spirit that has been caught. So it's a very old school way of doing kind of spirit trap work. But what's interesting is that this is a particular this particular way of working is protecting property. And it's a way of layering. People often think of protection as something you do on yourself or you do on your home. Um, but no, you can actually do it on the property itself. It can be done in the garden. It can be done in the front yard. Wouldn't you agree, Lady Muse? Oh, did we lose um, Lady Muse? I don't. I think so. Can you hear yeah, me? I I'm, here. Some... I'm still here. Oh, there, there you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> I, was saying, I want to hear you I sing again. <laughs> oh, I, I was saying, I love those because they're so pretty. You know, I love pretty things. So I, those yeah. balls uh, right hanging out by the door are so pretty. And, you know, another. A uh, sneaky trick that I also love is sewing double shoestrings under the welcome mats. Uh, you can mm-hmm. put your intent in every stitch, and, and they're so small, and no one will even know that they're there, but that's also a way of preventing any type of negativity or a person that uh, is negative from even crossing the threshold. So, True. Yeah, I love all that. Your yard say That's, that's right. Great idea. Thank you for this wonderful free spell of Susan Bronze. It was really fantastic, and I'm sure everyone is going to be going out and getting, uh, making these garden, these mirrored garden balls very soon. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you also, Lady Muse, for joining thank us you. as our special uh, guest co-host and stepping into the shoes of, of Miss Cat uh, and Susan Burns for being our guest. It was a really fun show. Great topics, fantastic readings. Yes, and it was. Suggestions. All right, <laughs> let's have Papa Newt come Thank in you. and give us our final announcement, and then we'll come back and say goodbye. Thank you, Countryman Ali, and thank you, Lady Muse, for being our special co-host today. And thank you, Susan Barnes of SusanBarnesAuthor.com in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for being our guest. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Workers will be Conjurman Ali of theconjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California, bringing us a topic that's close to my heart on geomancy. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find uh, Conjurman Ali at theconjurman.com in Mission California, and Lady News at thehouseofselfempowerment.com in Victorville, California. I'm your announcer, Papa Newt, joining you from papanewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska. And the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific. 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive by luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jugman playing the Jugman Waltz. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you. Thanks, Papa New. Couldn't have done this show without you. Thank you, Papa New. Unfailing guidance there, but thank you, yes, thank yes, you again yes. to Lady oh, for you, joining us you. and thank Susan you, Barnes. This was such a fantastic and fun show thank with you, uh, all of you. We are very thank excited you, Lady to have <laughs> Thank you, Susan. We're going to have Miss <laughs> All the thank you. We're going to have Miss Cat back <laughs> next week, so we're very excited uh, about that. Yes. Uh, hopefully everyone enjoyed yes. this show and you have a wonderful week. Uh, be sure to check out the Lucky Mojo Forum if you have any questions about products, uh, as well as for a really great community on Rootwork or Lucky Mojo itself for fantastic spiritual products. Anyways, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next weekend. Bye-bye. See you Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.